This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. We are live here at Petco Park. Final score here today in the final game of this three-game series. The rubber game of this three-game series. The Phillies 5 and the Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from Petco Park. As we wrap this one up, Padres had an opportunity to win a second straight series against the team that right now would be in the postseason. Padres winning three out of four over the weekend against the San Francisco Giants. And then winning the middle game of this series yesterday setting up the rubber game of this three-game series here today but the Padres unable uh, to uh, figure out a way to win this one as they fall by a final score of five to one again Sam Levitt with you here at Petco Park lot to do on our post-game coverage we'll recap this one in its entirety we'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin full out-of-town scoreboard and much much more to come the story in this one really begins with the performance of Zach Wheeler on the mound for the Phillies, who was excellent here today. Six shutout innings, one hit given up, two walks, struck out seven on 105 pitches and really picked up right where he left off uh, uh, going back to even last year and really for a while against the San Diego Padres. Uh, um, excuse me, uh, Wheeler now. We'll talk about Michael Walken, a second Wheeler now in two starts against the Padres this season, a combined 13 innings and three earned runs given up. Uh, made the start in mid-July against the Padres in Philadelphia. Went seven innings, three runs given up, gave up a couple of home runs. But this start here today, really even better. Six score of the innings. Padres could not do anything against him. Manny Machado had the lone base hit for the Padres against Wheeler. It was the lone base hit for the Padres until the ninth inning when Xander Bogarts hit a two-out double, Garrett Cooper an RBI single. So ultimately you see one run on three hits in the box score, but this could have very, very easily been a one-hit shutout by the Phillies here today. And we told you about Zach Wheeler in the pregame, how good he's been against the Padres, including the two starts last year in the NLCS 
4-0 and with a 1-7-4 ERA in his last seven starts entering today against the Padres. Well, that ERA now lowers, and in his last eight starts, he has been really, really, really good against the San Diego Padres. And look, I think it comes down to this here today for the Padres. If this is a game in April or May or June, you probably look at it and chalk it up and say, well, you ran into a really, really good starting pitcher in Zach Wheeler who's done some really good things against you, and that will happen, and you'll have a day where your offense does not produce in the Padres' offense in their last five games, and really going back to their last nine or ten games has been really, really good. I mean, scoring yesterday eight runs on ten hits, scoring seven runs on ten hits the day before. They had been averaging six and a half runs per game in their last five uh, entering today and winning four out of those five. You're going to have days like these. The problem is with where the Padres are, sitting at eight games below 500 entering today, and the the kind of run they would have to go on to make the postseason, which is is really to lose I mean, a few games the rest of the way. Unfortunately, they they just can't afford to have offensive days like today, really, no matter who they're facing on the mound. So that's what it comes down to today for the Padres. Phillies uh, took advantage of Michael Waka today, who is not nearly as sharp as uh, what we've seen for the most part this year. Waka goes four innings, three earned runs given up, seven hits allowed, and really Kyle Schwarber with the leadoff home run set the tone, made it a, a tough first inning for Michael Waka, although he gave up just that one run in the first inning, and then ultimately Waka would give up three earned runs in four innings through a lot of pitches, 94 through four innings. Tim Hill would allow a couple of runs in the fifth inning. It would stay a 5 nothing game for a while, and the Padres getting a late run to make it 5-1. to one. So Zach Wheeler, he was the big story here today. Padres only score one run on three hits. We'll come back. We'll take a look at this game in its entirety. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. I'm taking you up until right around the top of the hour. That's when Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, will come your way with much more to talk about regarding the Padres and the uh, wide wide world of sports. Uh, on Gwyn and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr. traveling with the Padres to Houston. They'll have a day off tomorrow and then begin a long road trip in Houston on Friday. Much more on all that to come. Again, the final score, Phillies 5, Padres 1. Back after this to Petco Park on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Phillies 5 and the Padres 1 as the Padres 
fall in the rubber game of this three-game series. They lose two out of three to Philadelphia. It'll be a day off tomorrow for the Padres, beginning a uh, three-series road trip on Friday and uh, in Houston. We'll have more on that coming up later. What's upcoming for the Padres after this one here today? Sam Levitt with you inside uh, Petco Park as we wrap this one up. They're getting ready for uh, the kids to run the bases here at Petco Park, so that should uh, begin here shortly. So uh, a lot of people are still going to have some fun here. They're going to run the bases and uh, have a good time. Always good to see that, but a tough afternoon for the Padres, especially offensively, just one run on three hits. We will hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a few minutes, but first let's recap how this one went down. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. We take a look at how this one with Michael Waka took the mound in the top of the first inning. Kyle Schwarber led off for the Phillies. Pitch coming, and Schwarber swings, sends it in the air, straightaway center field and deep. Grisham turns around to watch. This one gonna go. A leadoff home run for Kyle Schwarber. That is a new Phillies franchise record, his 10th of the year, and four pitches into the game. Phillies take a 1-0 lead. Things continued to get tricky for Waka. A double, a walk, an infield single. The bases were loaded with nobody out, but Waka retired the next three in a row to end the inning and limit the damage to just one run. Zach Wheeler got off to a good start for Philly. Nine up, nine down, and three scoreless innings to begin his day. In the top of the fourth inning, Waka was in trouble again. There were runners on first and second base with two men away for Bryce Harper. One, two, struck down into right center field. Harper has found a gap. And the Phillies are finally going to add to their lead as Harper finally has a hit. Sosa scores easily. Schwarber's on his way. He will score a two-run double for Bryce Harper. That snaps an 0 for 20. And the Phillies now lead it 3 to nothing. So Bryce Harper, we told you, shaved his face yesterday. Didn't work. Didn't get him a base hit. Well, here today it did. A big two-run double to give Philadelphia a 3-0 lead. Michael Waka would go just four innings in this game, allowed three earned runs on seven hits, 94 pitches. Phillies got more in the top of the fifth inning against Tim Hill. JT Real Muto led off. 2-0 hit in the air to deep center. Grisham racing straight back at the wall. Looks up, going to go. Just over the 396 marker to the right of that palm tree out there in center field. A home run for JT Real Muto, his 18th of the season. And the Phillies add on now 4-0 in the fifth. Phillies would get another run against Hill, who allowed a single, a walk, an RBI single to Jake Cave. It was a 5-0 Phillies lead. Zach Wheeler, meanwhile, was great. Six scoreless innings and just one hit given up on a grand total of 105 pitches. Padres' bullpen did a nice job keeping the Padres around in this game. Nick Martinez would go two and a third scoreless innings to keep the deficit at five. Scott Barlow pitched a scoreless top of the eighth inning. Luis Garcia, a scoreless top of the ninth inning. The problem, the Padres just could not get anything going against the Phillies' bullpen. Sir Anthony Dominguez, a scoreless seventh inning. Jeff Hoffman, despite allowing a couple of base runners, he pitched a scoreless eighth inning in the ninth inning it was Matt Strom the former Padre who came on got the first two outs then gave up a double to Xander Bogarts that was the Padres second hit of the day Garrett Cooper was next here's the 1-1 
Hard hit line into left field. That'll get down a base hit. Bogart's rounding third. He's going to score without a play. RBI single, Garrett Cooper. Andre's not going quietly in the bottom of the ninth inning, and it's 5-1. to one. And 5-1 to one would be the final score. Padres fall to 66-75 and 75 on the season. Phillies improve to 77-62. and 62. For the Phillies, five runs, 12 hits, no errors. They left on 13. For the Padres, one run, three hits, no errors. They left on six. Zach Wheeler picks up the win. He improves to 11-6. Michael Waka took the loss. He went just four innings, one of his tougher starts in recent memory. He drops to 11-3. and three. Let's go downstairs here at Petco Park and hear some post-game reaction from Bob Melvin. I understand we have uh, some big news here that's probably coming from Bob Melvin. Here we go. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Basketball has advertised today. Yeah, I mean, pretty, I mean, like two different ones. So one that's running pretty good, one that has a lot of life up in the zone. Just enough breaking balls to keep us off balance. He was good. Uh, looked like it was more of a battle day for, for Michael today, but did his best to try to keep you in there. Yeah, I mean, one pitch to Harper there, and it's still a run. I don't know how he got out of the first with only one run, but he tends to be able to do that. So it was a lot of pitches there in four innings, but just really one pitch away with Harper. It was just the one moment with Juan. It was the same thing with his hand. Yeah, kind of comes and goes. Stinger. It's the finger, so it 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 hasn't. You know, we haven't seen him do that in a while, but got him a couple times today. I know why it happened and all, but could you go over the decision with uh, Fernando and just what you thought there? It's my, you know, I'm just trying to get our hottest hitter up there and didn't want to play anybody too out of position, so he's all up for it. It's just lack of what we have right now. So that's pretty exclusively just the situation and you want yeah. to, it can't be there and it, it is something that probably wouldn't happen again in the future i hope i hope not you guys are closing in on three million fans got close today i think yeah. the next one will be what do you make of kind of what they've meant to you guys this season you got one homestand left I, it's been I mean, as amazing as last year was it, it even seems more so this year based on the fact that we just haven't played well um but they keep coming out it's it really is amazing. I think we broke a record for sellouts, and we still have another homestand coming up. So I, look, there. Bryce Miller wrote an article about how they're the MVP this year. He was spot on. Um, in this series, did you ever find yourself comprehending like where you guys are at now and where the Phillies are, and you know after you guys played that you know series last year and then the playoffs. No, I. You know, we're just trying to win games right now. Where you know there was a time and you're looking at the standings and you know we feel like, you know, one day it's kind of a roller coaster. We're just trying to win games right now, so we're not comparing ourselves to anybody right now. We're just trying to win games. Was it was Zach maybe as tough as he was? Maybe even tougher than last October? Uh yeah. Well, look, we didn't we didn't get too many good swings off him today, so. You know, made him work a little harder with six innings that he had to come out after, but uh, degrees of good, I'm not really sure. Um, Choi left his game yesterday yeah. in El Paso. Anything come out come of that? Yeah, I think he fractured his ankle. I think there's a break there. And Gary, too. Gary, his right wrist, had to come out of the game. Fractured wrist. Yeah. You have a TBA for Sunday? Not yet. 
It is TBA, though. Yep. What is going into that, Bob, Sunday? The decision there? Just how we get there. Might Hill have to be used before that, or...? Uh, well, it could be Waldron, too. I mean, it... You know, Nick's a possibility. Given everything that Gary's meant to you guys, how, yeah. how tough is that? Yeah, uh, sick to your stomach. You know, he's put together an incredible year. He's been, you know, tough travels to begin with. Gets here and is impactful right away. Fits into this team like a glove. I mean, just, just a lot of great stuff he's accomplished this year. And, you know, with only, you know, not too much time left to have a... It, it's a tough pill to swallow for everybody. He's He's one of, you know, everybody's favorite in the clubhouse. Like I said... You know, he's just a, a, a favorite here for everybody. He gets along great and has been very, very productive. So, unfortunate. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin after this game. A 5-1 loss for the Padres against the Philadelphia Phillies. Sam Levitt with you inside the booth here at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. I said before we went to Bob Melvin that there was some big news, and it took a little bit there, but we got to it. Gary Sanchez, a fractured wrist after he was hit on the wrist with a pitch i believe it was his left wrist uh that came in the eighth inning he would come out after that uh that was after luis campusano pinch hit for matthew batten and then campusano stayed in to catch jose azokar entered in right field that sent fernando to second we'll talk about that in a second but man crushing news with gary sanchez who you heard there bob melvin talk about him he is done so much for this team and he's been such a nice story for this team in 2023 Uh, i would presume with a few weeks left here his season is over with a fractured wrist um wow that is that is tough news and really unfortunate probable ending uh to gary sanchez's season and he, he was signed here as somebody uh you know who was with multiple organizations earlier this year and has done such a nice job and has provided so much in the power department and what he's done behind the plate and working with Blake Snell and all of it. That is very tough news to hear and uh, you feel for Gary Sanchez, certainly. Uh, You also heard there a AAA rehab assignment for G-Man Choi. Apparently he came out of uh, yesterday's game a fractured ankle for G-Man Choi, so you would presume that will end uh, his season and uh, really end what was a very uh, short uh, Padres tenure here in 2023 uh, for G-Man Choi. He only appeared in a, a handful of games until he went on the IL and uh, has apparently fractured his ankle during the rehab assignment. So a couple of pieces of injury news, especially the Sanchez news, which is not good for the Padres at all. Uh, the other part of it, when we talk about Camposano pinch hitting for Matthew Batten, in the eighth inning you heard bob melvin makes a lot of sense look even though at that point it was a five nothing game campesano has been one of the the team's hotter hitters and you understand bob melvin trying to get campesano in the game at some point with where the padres are at so he did it uh pinch hitting for matthew batten and what that forced was hasung kim to go from second to third and once that happened, because Manny Machado is not playing the field right now and is DHing with the elbow issue, and he's DH the last uh, six games with the elbow issue, what it meant here today was the Padres don't really have another infielder or a guy who can at least play second base on the roster. I mean, Matt Carpenter is not going to play second base. Uh, Brett Sullivan's your your third catcher right now. He's not playing second base. 
So the option was to put Azokar in right and move Fernando Tatis Jr., who's never played second base, to second. I don't think that's any kind of long-term type of plan. I wouldn't read anything into it. I think it was by necessity. And I will tell you, I've seen Fernando taking ground balls around the infield uh, over the past handful of days on this homestand i've seen it at second base so i wasn't shocked when i saw it and i think the padres knew they might be in a scenario where they had to maybe get fernando and put him somewhere just uh to to be there um because the options are pretty limited right now there's i mean look around the diamond look at the roster there if they need another infielder at a spot um not a ton of options right now so that was the reasoning there made a lot of sense uh and look fernando uh you know did a nice job got one ball made the play so hey uh you'll take it for fernando and obviously he's a terrific athlete and he's he's certainly capable of of doing everything and and also of course you know (laughs) you know was a shortstop when he came up and he's played plenty there so uh not surprising that he could play second base but you know it was a little jarring and surprising to see him there because we've never seen it but it makes sense, and the options are pretty limited if the Padres need uh, another middle infielder during the course of the game like they did here today when Camposano pinch hit for Bannon. So there was a lot there to chew on from Bob Melvin between the Sanchez news, figuring out the Tatis situation, and uh, all of it there. And on top of all that, the Padres fall 5-1 to one in the rubber game of this three-game series. When we come back, we'll dive a little bit deeper into this outing for Zach Wheeler against the Padres here today. Full look at the out-of-town scoreboard again. I'm taking you towards the top of the hour when we'll go to Matt Scraby, Crisello. They'll be with you uh, from 5 to 7 p.m. And uh, it'll be Gwyn and Chris after we're done here on the post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score in the final game of this series, Phillies 5, Padres 1. Post-game continues when we return on the Padres Radio Network. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight in the rubber game of this three-game set. Phillies 5, Padres 1. Padres do go 4-3 and three on their seven-game homestand against the Giants. And the Phillies had a good opportunity here today to take two series against two teams right now that would be in the postseason. A couple of wildcard teams in the Giants and the Phillies, they do take three out of four from San Francisco, but they lose two out of three to Philadelphia. Sam Levitt with you here at Petco Park as we wrap this one up on the Padres Radio Network. Pretty cool scene right now here at Petco Park. Uh, you have some kids running the bases. You also have uh, uh, kids and uh, adults playing catch in the outfield. It appears to be uh, a uh, Padres uh, members uh, type of event here, and a lot of people out there, uh, at least a few hundred people out there on the field right now so a nice event going on here at petco park nice opportunity to 
get out on the field. Uh, so well done there. A tough one for the Padres here today, no doubt about it. Big part of the story, the lack of offense. One run on three hits. A big reason why the starting pitcher for the Phillies here today. Let's tell you about him with our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game here today, no doubt, got to go with Zach Wheeler of the Philadelphia Phillies. Six scoreless innings, one hit given up. He walked two, struck out seven, and really picked up right where he's left off against the Padres as of late. Made one start against the Padres in Philadelphia back in mid-July. Went seven innings, three earned runs given up. Did give up a couple of home runs in that game to Kim and Bogarts but here today I mean he totally kept the Padres off balance gave up one base hit a single to Manny Machado in the fourth inning that was it we told you pregame his last seven starts against the Padres including the two in the NLCS last year he had a 174 ERA in his last seven starts and it was no different here today against the Padres six shutout innings Really uh, almost reminiscent of what he did here in game one of the NLCS last year when he went seven scoreless innings and gave up just one hit in that game. So very similar type of outing. Went just six here today, but a very, very good performance by Zach Wheeler against this Padres lineup, a lineup that had been doing a lot of really good things. Eight runs on ten hits yesterday, seven runs on ten hits in the first game of this series, a lineup that had been averaging six and a half runs per game in their last five, winning four out of those five. But here today, they ran into a buzzsaw, and that was the right arm of Zach Wheeler, who was terrific. He's got to be our ace pitcher of the game. When we come back on the Padres Radio Network, we'll talk about a couple of the bright spots from today's game for the Padres, and we'll continue to break this one down. Again, I'm taking you in, up until uh, just a little after 5 p.m. when we'll go to Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, Gwyn and Chris here on 97.3 The Fan, Tony Gwynn Jr. on the way to Houston with the Padres, so they'll have plenty more on the Padres and uh, much more on the wide world of sports. Again, the final score, Phillies 5, Padres 1. Postgame show continues when we return to Petco Park on the Padres Radio Network. We're all spending a lot more time at home these days. And since Carpet Barn is ready to help you with all your flooring needs by offering the largest selection at the guaranteed lowest prices. For the best bargains in town, visit any SIDS or click SIDScarpet.com. Try Jensen Meat's savory Angus beef and mushroom patties. Angus beef chuck with juicy premium brisket. Or our classic seasoned 100% Angus beef patties. Available at Walmart and Food for Less. Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Proud sponsor of San Diego's Padres Radio Network. Each month, Dixieland's and Home Mailer features pages and pages full of savings, hot deals, rebates, and gift card with purchase promotions. Dixieland's and Mailers are loaded with Dixieland discounts on interior and exterior paint and stains, tools and hardware. Lighting, patio furniture, shade covers and umbrellas, yard and garden tools, plant food, and a lot more. Dixie Line Lover and Home Centers, a trusted name for over 100 years. Helping San Diego fix it, build it, and enjoy it. At Palomar Health, we're reimagining the entire healthcare experience. 
We want patients to know that we're going to treat them like family when they come in the doors. Taking care of people is the most important job that can be done. Imagine the possibilities. We are. Save time and money with Home Turf. Our pet-friendly, always green turf is perfect for busy homeowners. Visit sdhometurf.com or call 888-4-ST-TURF for a free consultation. That's 888-4-ST-TURF. Home Turf, always green, always easy. Hey, it's Coach Kintera for Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Your 15 minutes or less drive through oil change reminds you that you can actually stay in your car while it's being serviced. Technicians won't get in your car or touch your keys. Plus, feel safe with no-touch payment. Your invoice will actually be emailed to you. Not driving as much? Don't need an oil change? Valvoline Instant Oil Change is offering a free courtesy check of your tires and battery. With 30 locations in San Diego, visit SoCal oilchange.com for directions and discounts socaloilchange.com prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan hey guys did you know there's a generic form of viagra that works just the same but is 95 percent cheaper and you can get it online go to hymns.com joy through hymns you'll get a free medical consultation discreet shipping if prescribed and the process is 100 percent online to start your free online visit go to hymns.com slash joy that's himscom slash j-o-y our postgame show continues here on the padres radio network sam levitt with you here from petco park as we wrap this one up phillies five padres one the final score in the rubber game of this three game series good to have you with us on this wednesday afternoon padres have an off day tomorrow it is on to houston texas the start of a three-game series on friday against the astros and then it's on to la against the dodgers monday tuesday wednesday padres have an off day in uh the middle portion of the road trip they'll have an off day next thursday then three more games on the road in oakland not this weekend, but next weekend. And then back home for the final six-game homestand of the season against the Rockies and Cardinals. Hard to believe the Padres, after today, only have two road trips remaining, one homestand remaining, and that's a wrap on 2023. Hard to believe has not been the season you anticipated, you wanted, sitting at 66-75 and 75 here on uh, September 6th, but... Uh, uh, it's hard to believe still that it's uh, coming to an end here down the final stretch. And look, the Padres have a, a ton of work to do uh, to finish this season at or above 500. That's the reality of where they are right now. So uh, if you want them to do that, obviously they've got to play some very, very good baseball here down the stretch. And it is not easy the next couple of series uh, against the Astros, won the World Series a year ago, and against the Dodgers. So uh, it's not going to be easy the next uh, six games or so, but uh, we'll see if the Padres can uh, make up some ground as far as getting back to 500 and uh, see where they are when all is said and done here in 2023. Again, the final score, Phillies 5, Padres 1. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here today will stay with the Padres side of things. Give it to Nick Martinez, who is very good out of the bullpen here today. Certainly, 
uh, deserves, in my mind, relief pitcher of the game here today. He replaced Tim Hill in the fifth inning after Hill gave up a couple of runs, came in with a couple of runners in scoring position, and got a ground out to end that inning. Then he proceeded to throw a scoreless sixth inning, scoreless seventh inning, and for what it's worth, he kept it a 5 nothing game. So he kept the Padres within striking distance, and for that, Nick Martinez, our relief pitcher of the game. It was the fourth consecutive scoreless outing for Martinez. Uh, the second uh, in that span where he's gone uh, more than one inning. He went two innings to start September. So, so far in the month of September, three scoreless appearances for Martinez. And that's after what was, you know, a tougher month of August. He's had some good outings, some not great outings. Uh, you look at August, there was an inning and a third where he gave up two runs, two innings where he gave up four runs, inning and a third in an appearance where he gave up two runs, some zeros in some appearances as well. But uh, certainly getting Nick Martinez uh, back on track here uh, for the most part here in the month of September. That would be very good to see. Very nice relief appearance against a good lineup in the Phillies here today for Nick Martinez. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here today, well, it's one of those days I, I can't, I, I don't think we can give it to a Padre. So we're going to give it to Kyle Schwarber. The leadoff home run really set the tone in this game, right? Phillies never looked back. Leadoff home run, singled, walked and scored a run as part of that two-run fourth inning, came in to score on the two-run double by Bryce Harper. So, Schwarber setting the tone against Michael Waka, hitting his 41st home run of the season. And for that, we'll give it to Kyle Schwarber here today. There's really nobody to pick on the Padres' offensive side of things. Uh, makes the most sense to go Phillies uh, with today's player of the game. So there we go. Kyle Schwarber, our player of the game here today. Before we go to break, I, I think it's worth mentioning Gary Sanchez. And, and now that we learned, and again, in case you're just joining us, Bob Melvin announcing after the game that Gary Sanchez, who was hit in the wrist with a pitch during the eighth inning, he has fractured his wrist, and presumably that will be the season for Gary Sanchez. G-Man Choi also uh, a fractured ankle during a rehab assignment with AAA El Paso, so presumably he is done for the season as well. But obviously out of those two, uh, the most pressing uh, is Gary Sanchez because he's done a, a terrific job for this team and he's meant a lot to this team. So if this is it for Gary Sanchez, and presumably it is with uh, uh, just um, 21 games remaining now this season, Sanchez will end his season with the Padres batting 218, 19 home runs, 46 RBIs. That's all in only 72 games with the Padres. Uh, an OPS of 792. I mean, but again, the 19 home runs, 46 RBIs, I mean, very productive from a spot where, remember, at the start of the year, the Padres were not getting much production out of there, especially in the power department. And between Sanchez and Luis Camposano, who's returned from the IL still somewhat recently, well, not all that recently, but certainly was out for a while uh, with the uh, the torn ligament in his thumb. I mean, the Padres ended up getting a lot of power from the catcher spot, and a lot of that, most of that, thanks to Gary Sanchez, somebody that was uh, with the Giants organization, 
got released, then went to the Mets, had a quick cup of coffee in the major leagues with them, ended up getting released, and then signs with the Padres in late May. You remember his debut in Miami, and, I mean, did any of us know what we were going to get with Gary Sanchez? Not only did he hit home runs, which you know he can do, and he hit them with regularity at 19 in 72 games with the Padres, but also from the defensive standpoint, pretty good. I mean, you heard a lot from his time with the Yankees and through the years about his defense, you know, not being up to par. I mean, for the most part here, is he perfect? No, but he did a, a pretty good job behind the plate. And you talk to somebody like Blake Snell, and they've just, I mean, they've sung the praises of Gary Sanchez for a long time. And he's done a great job with Snell. So whether you want to look at the power department or what he did Receiving-wise, working with the pitchers defensively, this was a very successful stint as a Padre for Gary Sanchez. And now the question will become, for Sanchez, will he be a Padre in 2024? I don't know. Um, It's a great question. It's a question the Padres are going to have to answer. Um, I'll be honest with you. I know uh, Bryce Miller uh, wrote a a piece uh, earlier today in the San Diego Union-Tribune that talked a little bit about that. I've not read it yet. I have to. I've been busy with the baseball game today. Um, but uh, it's going to be interesting because I think there could be a scenario, there could be, where Gary Sanchez and Luis Camposano are your catchers to begin next year. And and that, to me, be a pretty good combination. really think it would based on what we've seen from Camposano and what we've seen from, from Sanchez here. So... Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you here from Petco Park as we wrap this one up. Phillies 5, Padres 1. The final score in the rubber game of this three-game series. Good to have you with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Padres have an off day tomorrow. It is on to Houston, Texas, the start of a three-game series on Friday against the Astros, and then it's on to L.A. against the Dodgers, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Padres have an off day in uh, the middle portion of the road trip. They'll have an off day next Thursday, then three more games on the road in Oakland, not this weekend, but next weekend. And then back home for the final six-game homestand of the season against the Rockies and Cardinals. Hard to believe the Padres, after today, only have two road trips remaining, one homestand remaining, and that's a wrap on 2023. Hard to believe has not been the season you anticipated, you wanted, sitting at 66-75 and 75 here on uh, September 6th, but... Uh, uh, it's hard to believe still that it's uh, coming to an end here down the final stretch. And look, the Padres have a, a ton of work to do uh, to finish this season at or above 500. That's the reality of where they are right now. So uh, if you want them to do that, obviously they've got to play some very, very good baseball here down the stretch. And it is not easy the next couple of series uh, against the Astros, won the World Series a year ago, and against the Dodgers. So uh, it's not going to be easy the next uh, six games or so, but uh, we'll see if the Padres can uh, make up some ground as far as getting back to 500 and uh, see where they are when all is said and done here in 2023. Again, the final score, Phillies 5, Padres 1. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. 
Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank. Providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here today will stay with the Padres side of things. Give it to Nick Martinez, who is very good out of the bullpen here today. Certainly uh, deserves, in my mind, relief pitcher of the game here today. He replaced Tim Hill in the fifth inning after Hill gave up a couple of runs, came in with a couple of runners in scoring position, and got a ground out to end that inning. Then he proceeded to throw a scoreless sixth inning, scoreless seventh inning, and for what it's worth, he kept it a 5 nothing game. So he kept the Padres within striking distance, and for that, Nick Martinez, our relief pitcher of the game. It was the fourth consecutive scoreless outing for Martinez, uh, the second uh, in that span where he's gone uh, more than one inning. He went two innings to start September. So, so far in the month of September, three scoreless appearances for Martinez. And that's after what was, you know, a tougher month of August. He's had some good outings, some not great outings. Uh, you look at August, there was an inning and a third where he gave up two runs, two innings where he gave up four runs, inning and a third in an appearance where he gave up two runs, some zeros in some appearances as well. But uh, certainly getting Nick Martinez uh, back on track here uh, for the most part here in the month of September. That would be very good to see. Very nice relief appearance against a good lineup in the Phillies here today for Nick Martinez. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here today, well, it's one of those days I, I can't, I, I don't think we can give it to a Padre. So we're going to give it to Kyle Schwarber. The leadoff home run really set the tone in this game, right? Phillies never looked back. Leadoff home run, singled, walked and scored a run as part of that two-run fourth inning, came in to score on the two-run double by Bryce Harper. So, Schwarber setting the tone against Michael Waka, hitting his 41st home run of the season. And for that, we'll give it to Kyle Schwarber here today. There's really nobody to pick on the Padres' offensive side of things. Uh, makes the most sense to go Phillies uh, with today's player of the game. So there we go. Kyle Schwarber, our player of the game here today. Before we go to break, I, I think it's worth mentioning Gary Sanchez. And, and now that we learned, and again, in case you're just joining us, Bob Melvin announcing after the game that Gary Sanchez, who was hit in the wrist with a pitch during the eighth inning, he has fractured his wrist, and presumably that will be the season for Gary Sanchez. G-Man Choi also uh, a fractured ankle during a rehab assignment with AAA El Paso, so presumably he is done for the season as well. But obviously out of those two, uh, the most pressing uh, is Gary Sanchez because he's done a, a terrific job for this team and he's meant a lot to this team. So if this is it for Gary Sanchez, and presumably it is with uh, uh, just um, 21 games remaining now this season, Sanchez will end his season with the Padres batting 218, 19 home runs, 46 RBIs. That's all in only 72 games with the Padres. Uh, an OPS of 792. I mean, but again, the 19 home runs, 46 RBIs, I mean, very productive from a spot where, remember, at the start of the year, 
the Padres were not getting much production out of there, especially in the power department. And between Sanchez and Luis Camposano, who's returned from the IL still somewhat recently, well, not all that recently, but certainly was out for a while uh, with the uh, the torn ligament in his thumb. I mean, the Padres ended up getting a lot of power from the catcher spot, and a lot of that, most of that, thanks to Gary Sanchez, somebody that was uh, with the Giants organization, got released, then went to the Mets, had a quick cup of coffee in the major leagues with them, ended up getting released, and then signs with the Padres in late May. You remember his debut in Miami, and, I mean, did any of us know what we were going to get with Gary Sanchez? Not only did he hit home runs which you know he can do and he hit them with regularity at 19 and 72 games with the Padres but also from the defensive standpoint pretty good I mean you heard a lot from his time with the Yankees and through the years about his defense you know not being up to par I mean for the most part here is he perfect no but he did a, a pretty good job behind the plate and you talk to somebody like Blake Snell and they've just I mean they've sung the praises of Gary Sanchez for a long time, and he's done a great job with Snell. So whether you want to look at the power department or what he did receiving-wise, working with the pitchers defensively, this was a very successful stint as a Padre for Gary Sanchez. And now the question will become, for Sanchez, will he be a Padre in 2024? I don't know. Um, it's a great question. It's a question the Padres are going to have to answer. Um, I'll be honest with you. I know uh, Bryce Miller uh, wrote a, a piece uh, earlier today in the San Diego Union-Tribune that talked a little bit about that. I've not read it yet. I have to. I've been busy with the baseball game today. Um, but uh, it's going to be interesting because I think there could be a scenario, there could be, where Gary Sanchez and Luis Camposano are your catchers to begin next year. And, and that, to me be a pretty good combination really think it would based on what we've seen from Camposano and what we've seen from, from Sanchez here so starting on Friday it'll be three against the Houston Astros three against the LA Dodgers and three more against the Oakland A's with an off day sandwich next Thursday uh, between the Dodgers and A's series first pitch at Minute Maid Park in Houston on Friday at 5.10 p.m., our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 4.10. Left-hander Blake Snell on the mound for the Padres. It'll be right-hander Hunter Brown on the mound for the Houston Astros. Again, first pitch at 5.10 on Friday from Houston, and our pregame coverage begins at 4.10. Taking a look at the final totals in this one for the Phillies. Five runs, 12 hits, no errors. They left on 13. For the Padres, one run, three hits, no errors. They left on six. Zach Wheeler takes the win. He's now 11-6. Michael Waka takes the loss. He's now 11-3. Time of game, three hours on the dot. And the attendance here at Petco Park today, 34,317. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long from Petco Park. Again, the final score here today, the Philadelphia Phillies 5 and the San Diego Padres 1. Priscello, Matt Scraby, coming your way next on 97.3 The Fan.